You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. I'm Tiana Hobson, and tonight we are discussing Season 1, Episode 12, To Catch a Thief. And joining me tonight, I have my lovely co-host, who's also engineering tonight. Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And we're going to recap this episode the best we can because we're still both a little confused on that ending and uh, a lot of a, things that happened tonight. A little is an understatement. Yeah. Just a little bit of an understatement. And I want to point out that I wore my Snow White t-shirt today to show some love and support for Once Upon a Time both shows franchise franchise in general i know snow's not on this show but i wanted to show some love well it's all relative yeah. and i am not <laughs> <laughs> marissa didn't get my memo apparently so. i'm sorry all right so first thing we're going to talk about tonight is the nave and alice's backstory we really get to see where their friendship started from tonight which was the i will say this was the part of the episode i understood and i loved <laughs> What about you? I did like this. It, I mean, we got some backstory with their relationship, yes. I felt that there were some points that didn't really line up with each other. I know it was a flashback, and every time we went back to them, it was in a linear order. But when it came to the last moment, when, and we'll get to it, but the last moment, I felt a lot of things didn't really line up yeah. as well as I thought it should have. I'll give you that. I will give you that. Um, so... Tonight's story um, with the Knave and Alice, it begins with the Knave. He is a, he's marching with the Queen of Hearts army because we know last episode um, we saw Korra take his heart. What he did not realize at the time is that once Korra has your heart, you have to do everything she says. So now he's on this quest to find and kill this, I think they were, monster? oh, the monster, yeah. Monster. Described as a horror, hunting a terrible monster. Which I was like, what are they hunting right now? Is that the cat? Is that, you know, the caterpillar? Who are they after right now? Oh, you know, no no big deal. Just Alice. She's the terrible monster they're after. <laughs> no, oh, okay. That, t- and going back, that didn't make sense. And, like, is Alice a really bad person right now? Uh, is she really this monster that they're looking after or looking for? Or is she just someone who happens to be there? who crossed in the middle of the their path. I don't know. Yeah, because the rumors going around say that, you know, this She's person has murderer. been murdering people and all this stuff, so that's why I never thought it was going to be Alice. Me neither. But then I think Alice kind of says, it wasn't fully put out there, but she kind of says, well, what the queen's saying isn't true about me. I just tried to take something from the garden. The, the weeping willow. Yeah, the weeping willow from her garden. And then apparently that made Cora so angry that she made up lies and rumors about Alice so that people would hate her and hunt her and try to kill her. 
Yeah. Because that makes all the sense in the world. If someone tries to steal my Weeping Willow, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Not really. (laughs) Um, So the knave goes after her because they found um, Alice. Alice catches him in a standstill. She ends up releasing him. It's like, all right, doubt this is the last time we'll be seeing each other, but peace out. You know, I kind of liked this tough Alice before we met her because yeah, even back in this realm that, you know, she, she was a kind of a baddie mm-hmm. and she was sword wielding and she had an attitude. She reminded me of Snow White. But you know what didn't make sense to me? Because let's just jump to, we're going to talk a little bit about the end of the story when they're um, stealing the rabbit from the guards. Mm-hmm. Because in that moment, she didn't know how to fight. I know. But That's when she was off. going against Will, she was very savvy and like knew. Sword really? She, so, she, she knew pulled how to out a sword, sword on him. She had these traps set up to catch people so she could sleep. So she seemed very like the warrior. Warrior. She knows Alice. how to survive and how to fight and very combative. And then when they we get to the the end scene before she's about to go back to the real world with the proof with the white rabbit, she's she calls out loud. She doesn't know how to use a sword. I was like, um, yeah, I think you do. Yeah, because at this point, I guess it's assumed that she hadn't met Cyrus yet, so he hadn't taught her in a sword fight. But she knew some things in the beginning. So I mean, if any of you fans caught up on anything, please, please, you know, let us know. let us know because this is just something that you know we watched the episode. Marissa watched it twice, um, and we still don't understand that point. So if you have a different spin, if you read the scene a different way, then please let us know. Um, so then the next time we see the knave and Alice, he's trying to sneak up on her while she's sleeping. She has a booby trap set up. It was very, um, very runny. Snow White yeah, very and Prince Snow Charming when yeah. they were in the fairy tale enchanted forest trying to catch each other. Yeah, you know he gets caught up in the net, and um, Al- this is when Lor- Alice learns that the queen has his heart, and that he asked the queen to take his heart, and he didn't realize at the time, um, you know what it meant to for her to have his heart. He should have read that fine print before yeah. he handed it over. Or you shouldn't have let her keep it. Or be- he shouldn't have given it in the first place. Yeah, because, I mean, I, he asked her to take out his heart. He's like, I've heard what you do for do to people. You take their hearts out. Why didn't he ever say, like, yo, can I get my heart, though? Because he just said, what are you going to do with it now? And she's a, she says, I'll keep it in a safe place. He never asked for his heart. <laughs> I I feel like if someone took my heart out... I would want possession over that just to know mm-hmm. where it is at all times. Because what if she had gone somewhere and then stabbed it? Then you're dead. You don't know this woman. You don't know what she's about. You don't know her life. Nope. And again, that's something he didn't think of. Hindsight's twenty twenty, And the fact that he just handed his heart over to her with no question. Be like, yeah, I have blind faith in you that you're going to take good care of it. I, she's the queen of hearts. Good chances. She's going to use it against you. Mm-hmm. And I get he was heartbroken over Anastasia, so he, you know, probably wasn't thinking right. But still, let's do some things the right way. Mm -hmm. Well, Alice decides that she's going to steal his heart back for him because he shouldn't have to live. And she wants to be able to go on with her life without him chasing after her, wanting to kill her. So she goes to um, the, what's it called? The... I called it the chamber where the hearts are, but there's an official word for it. Uh, well, it's not a mausoleum, but but it's kind of like yeah, it kind of like it. It 
I wouldn't, yeah, you know, I would call it chamber. Okay, we're going to call for, it the heart chamber. Just for <laughs> easy sake. Okay, you know? we're going to call it the heart chamber. She goes there, which we've seen this place before on Once Upon a Time. Yes. Um, and so we see the guards kind of doing their little march about and Alice counting, you know, how long it takes them before they do their turns. And then she sneaks her way up, steals the keys, gets inside, and then, whoa, there's a lot of hearts here. A lot of them. A lot of boxes everywhere. So she has to figure out the system, which Alice being the very good person that she is, she's so good at picking up on clues and puzzles and putting riddles together. So she- And I will give her that because at first I thought it was chess. She said 3H7S, and I just thought, like, chess positions and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, it is Wonderland. And, and yeah, I don't know, my mind went to chess, and then she picked it out. I was like, a deck of cards. I was like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but once she said it, I was she like, oh, know. duh, it's the queen of hearts, so deck mm. of cards, and yeah. he's the jack of all trades, or the knave, as he's also known. Mm-hmm. So she figures out which one is his heart, and sinks it back, goes back, um, puts his heart, or gives him, doesn't put his heart back in, gives him the heart, but then wait. A second. She's like, wait a minute. So if I have your heart, you have to do whatever I say. So then she has a little fun with him, and it reminded me of Simon Says. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, stand on one foot. Flap your arms like a bird. and Yeah. and But this was an interesting way of showing another way to use someone's heart to have control over them and command them. In that sense, I thought that was really easy, mm-hmm. but a version that we haven't seen before. Yeah, because... For controlling. For controlling. Because regardless of if... It's for the greater good or not. It, regardless of Alice's intentions, it's still forcing someone to do something against their will. So when she goes, I want you to stop trying to kill me. Yeah, that's that's good. That's, that's going to do it. Yeah, that's going to do it. That's okay. But then when she's like, wait a minute, I want you to help me find proof for my father, you know, because he thinks I'm crazy and I want him to know Wonderland's real. That's when you start crossing the line of, well, now you're still making him do something against his will. So regardless of your intentions, you might not be as extreme as the Queen of Hearts, but you start somewhere. And that power of controlling, power, yeah, you know, it could have led down a dark path for Alice. And I'm glad that it didn't because it shows the difference between Alice being a good person over controlling any heart compared to Red Queen or Queen of Hearts and their powers uh, struggle when they have control over people's hearts. Very true. And we also see the Knave open up to Alice, you know, later on when they're out having fun. They're drinking at the pub pub bar. I don't really Level know if Wonderland pub. has bars. Um, <laughs> they're drinking and having a good time, and he opens up about his sister Penelope, who um, had an unfortunate death. Um, with the pond next to the place where they grew up. Um, but he thinks... In the lake. The lake. Fell in the lake. Um, he thinks that if she had grown up, she would be just like Alice. And this is when Alice really has her moment of, well, what am I doing? And she gives him back his heart and says, you know, me forcing you to help me find proof isn't right, and I shouldn't be doing that to you. So you have this. It's on you. Goodbye. And he's like, wait a minute. No... What is the line? No thieves uh, should work alone. Yeah, the the best thieves don't. Yeah, work alone best thieves like don't that. work alone. So that that's when he chooses to be her friend, because mm-hmm. you should never force someone to be your friend, guys. 
You shouldn't pay them. You shouldn't force them. You shouldn't blackmail them. You should just let them choose to be your friend. And so he chooses to be your friend and help her out. And then we see them fighting off the guards. And this is the part where, you know, all of a sudden Alice says, I've never used a sword before. Mm-hmm. And Will's yeah. like, stick the pointing in at, in at, at the, the guy end. who's attacking you right now. That's all you got to do. Um, Which I just didn't. I had the hardest time believing this, especially when the first two times we see Alice, you know, really just meeting the knave. And she she's wielding a sword. And yeah. she has that attitude. And then she kind of goes to this one vulnerable woman who doesn't know what she's doing. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And there was an innocence about her at this point still because her hair was like half up in the back and it was tied with a white bow. So it was still the innocent Alice. So I get what they were going with here. It just, for us, the timing of things didn't fit with what they were going with. So um, the bow and stuff didn't make sense when she's already... And she's back into her pink dress that we see at the mm-hmm. very beginning of the show. But, I don't know. It, it, for me, linear-wise, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because I get what they were doing. I just think they missed a couple facts that didn't quite work out that well. Yeah. So that is how Alice and Will became friends. And we want to be friends with you, so make sure you go onto iTunes and find our podcast. You can rate us on there, give us five stars, leave a comment, um, tell us what you like and what you don't like about the show. And you can also go onto YouTube um, where you can find our podcast as well, and you can comment on there. And we do, we're very interactive with the fans on there, so make sure you leave a comment. We will comment back, and we want to hear what you guys think. Do you think the stories lined up linear, um, in the linear timeline of things? Let us know if you think we're completely crazy and that we're overthinking this. Or we uh, missed something. We missed something, maybe. Just tell us, but be nice about it because, you know, we are people and we, we have feelings. <laughs> we have, we're human, we make errors, we. Yeah, just be nice. Um, So let's talk about the Jabberwocky and Jafar. So there's a lot of things happening elsewhere with the staff and Will and Alice and the Jabberwocky as well. But there's just a couple key scenes here where the Jabberwocky tells Jafar that, you know, everyone has their own sense of fear or everyone's fear smells smells different. different. And that his smells like pine needles in the snow. And I just wasn't sure if that could mean anything. And I was thinking about where Jafar's from, and I was like, nope, it's all sand. So. Yeah, and it makes me question, too, because this I think this was before we hear Will's story of being, um, he had that cottage and the lake, which was frozen. So, like, the snow kind of thing. Um, I kind of maybe related both of them in some fashion. Mm-hmm. But I still don't understand the significance of pine needles. Yeah, I didn't get that. But maybe maybe it's still to be told to us. Um, but the Jabberwocky at this point is kind of fed up. She's like, look, I've done my job. I've held up my end of the deal. When are you going to give me this sword so that I can be on my way? Because I don't want to be here anymore. Um, Jafar kind of Four like... Vorpal Blade. Vorpal Blade. Vorpal Blade. Vorpal Blade. Vorpal. Vorpal. <laughs> <laughs> Say it a few times That's on and we'll get for me. <laughs> Vorpal Blade. blade. That was actually in the Jabberwocky poem. Yes. So she wants it back because their deal was she helps him out. 
she gets the sword and can leave. Jafar is now kind of not using her, but still holding on, holding her in his back pocket. The Jabberwocky's kind of getting the feeling that maybe Jafar is not going to ever live up to his end of the bargain, which I'd be concerned about too if I were the Jabberwocky because this is this is Jafar that we're talking about. So yeah, and Jafar again, we go back to that power because he has the blade, he has the power over the Jabberwocky. Mm-hmm. So it just it all relates like that. It all comes back together. Um, well, the Jabberwocky also tells Jafar that she knows that he's afraid that he won't be able to complete the spell because he's going to need another sorcerer. sorcerer to complete it. And he's also concerned because the staff wouldn't harm Cyrus the other day. So he's trying to figure out what that all means. And I think that also that was Jafar's realization that maybe Amara wouldn't help him. And he... Sh- He's banking on Amar to help because I think he's she's the only sorceress that he knows that yeah. could uh, execute his plan. But then having realized that the staff wasn't working with him for the last episode, it might not work tonight. And, and yeah, that's a big fear that he has to figure out. So what he does is he puts on his detective hat and he actually releases the two genies that he does have from their bottles. Um, for the first time, it seems like, since he got them. Because, you know, we see Cyrus's brothers. And they're like, wow, you haven't let us out of the bottle in all these years. Why now? Um, Jafar's like, well, I just have one purpose. You know, this mm-hmm. lady I learned everything from. Her name was Amara. You know anything about her? Have you ever heard of her? Do you know her? They, of course... Obvious lies. Lie. Lie. And it's very obvious that they're lying. Um, mm-hmm. Jafar definitely knows that they're Never not Never heard of her. Never heard of her. And then he's just like, well, if that's all I needed, or no, he says that he didn't actually need anything from them per se. He just needed to have a look at them. Yeah. Which, dude, if you could put together that those three were brothers looking at them, good for you, because none of us believe that they're <laughs> brothers. Well, I could believe the the two other yeah. brothers besides Cyrus, but he knows what Amara looks like, and seeing his, her sons, maybe he got that resemblance and like put two and two together. And there it is. So Jafar is on the case. Um, Meanwhile, over in the other part of the story tonight, um, we open up the episode with Will. You know, it's right after um, Anastasia has been killed by Jafar. Jafar has her in a glass coffin, which we also know from Mm -hmm. the Snow White story, which apparently we learned at some point that it will um, keep the... keep the body from decaying for a while according to the Jabberwocky not sure if that's a true fact or not um I don't suggest trying it at home though to find out no but the fact that Jafar had her body right in front of him that uh to to torture him in that way I thought that was kind of mean and I will just say well that this whole episode I just wanted to hug Will because yeah um, I mean, he finally has his heart yeah, attack. He has his... He's having real emotions, and then, therefore, we as the audience is actually finally feeling for him. Yeah, and he just looked so sad in those big eyes, and he looked like you just wanted defeated. to reach through the TV and hug him. You know, yeah. like, hey, man, it's okay. We're going to find a way to get through this. He looked defeated. He did. Um, but I like Will with his heart back. He's, you know, thinking a lot with his heart and not his head about the smarter things yep. to do. An option he hadn't had for a while. Yeah. But um, so Jafar, you know, basically sets him up. It's like, hey, 
I did this to your girl, but think of what I could do if I changed the laws of magic. But in order to do that, I need my staff back. So go find your little friends and get that back for me. So then he um, finds Cyrus and Alice, who have just decided that they're going to go to the Well of Wonders to, I guess, just throw the staff inside return, well, to return the water. Return the water, because Amara technically has, has it. Yeah, she technically has the water. Um, Alice was actually kind of hesitant to do it because she was like, hey, don't you want to release her first? Because if I could go back and talk to my mom, I would want to. But Cyrus is really the one who's put his foot down. He's like, nope, I've already defied the laws of magic before, and I'm not going to do it again. We're doing this the right way. I'm going to return this. And then that's good on Cyrus's part to to come full circle and that realization that he is changed, he is better, even though he he might have to sacrifice his mother, he's doing it for the greater good. Yeah, which is very nice of him. Um, but this is, of course, when Will comes up and is like, "Hey, I think we should let Jafar win, guys, because he killed Anastasia and he can bring her back if we let him win." Um, and then this was interesting too because. Um, just before this scene, we've seen um, Alice and Will, and Alice saying she's going to help him. And when Will, or when the knave had asked her why, he, she said, because everyone deserves a second chance. So now Will's bringing this back up to use against Alice in her argument of uh, why. So trying do to you kill Alice? I yeah. mean, but do you think he has a good point? Does Does Anastasia deserve a second chance? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we've seen in the past few episodes that she, I mean, sorry, Anastasia has been trying to redeem herself over and over and over again, but she didn't really get that chance for everyone to succeed. And now that she is dead, unfortunately right now, I think it's Will's turn to like fully give her that chance. Yeah. Because Anastasia's been trying to do it. She can't do it herself. She needs help. I like that. Good job, Marissa. <laughs> um, but, you know, Will, our Cyrus and Alice are like, hey, look, we understand. We want to help you. But giving someone like Jafar that sort of power is not going to end well. No. And if that's, that's our making only a option, deal with the devil. Yeah. And, and they bring up another good point. Who's to say that he will actually live up to his word and bring Anastasia back? And if he brings her back, who's to say that she's going to be the same person that she was? She yeah. could be back to the evil queen that we didn't like or you know a different style of person who's not the sweet anastasia that we got yeah, in the last I mean, few episodes jafar is out for himself he's not out for other people so we can't trust him that he's going to execute or like saying something is completely different than actually doing it. actually doing um well then alice being the good girl that she is invites will on their little excursion to the well of wonders after you know he just said, I want Jafar to win. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, hey, no, but come with us. We're going to go on this little adventure. Um, we're going to go return the staff to the Well of Wonders. And then in the middle of the night, while everyone's sleeping, Will, you know. Perfect time to do perfect it. Perfect timing I mean, to do on. it. Will tries to steal the staff. Cyrus tries to stop him. Tells him, hey, you know, Alice's heart would be broken. Will's like, <laughs> I, don't I don't care, care. Right now. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, and punches Cyrus. <laughs> knocks him out. That's yeah. The, out cold. Out cold. I'm pretty sure Cyrus would have some sort of concussion from that because his head would have slammed against the ground as well. So him coming back to his consciousness that quickly might not have been a thing. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. 
<laughs> I mean, his head might have landed on the soft grass. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe there's a nice little pillow underneath it <laughs> instead of rocks that it looked like they were sleeping on. Yeah. Um, so Will takes the staff and then gets lost in the woods. Can't really find his way. <laughs> yeah. And again, that goes to show that Will wasn't thinking everything through all the way through. And because he leaves the compass with uh, Alice and Cyrus, I'm like, really? Yep. That That's just, it, it, you take one thing, but you forget the other thing. And I thought that was yeah. interesting. So they still have the lost and found. And so they're trying to follow him. But of course, their compass is going left, no right, no left, right, right, left. And mm-hmm. because Will doesn't know where he's going, they finally find him and take off on the run. They split up to kind of corner him. And then Alice comes across a ledge where she can't find Will anymore. Will comes up behind her, pulls a knife on her. I mean, this is friendship Ooh. went south real fast. Yeah, but, but when you saw Will, he, he it seemed like he didn't want to do it. He was sorry that like it came to that point. Yeah, he didn't want to hurt her at all. You can definitely tell that. He just needed her to, to stop. cooperate yeah. with her. Just, you know, have his back for this once. But he he raises really valid points because he argues that all the things that he's done for her, all the fighting they did to find Cyrus, the danger and all the repercussions of their actions never played a factor when it was Alice in his shoes. And now that he's the one asking for her help, she's saying no. So does that make Alice a selfish person? I think Alice in the last few episodes has been very selfish. I mean, throughout the whole season, she's always had this one-track mind of find Cyrus, forget everyone else. But, you know, it, it is Will that has to constantly drag her through all these side adventures to save other people and then get back to Cyrus's mission, you know, the mission to go after Cyrus. And then, but once Alice was finally with Cyrus, now it's like, all right, let's just go on our own, be together. But now we have to fight Jafar and get Anastasia back. So I think Alice in as a whole is kind of selfish. But do we blame her for everything that she's been through? No, I don't blame her. But I think that she is selfish. I think she's thinking about the process because it is very different situations where, you know, Cyrus was trapped in a bottle. They never had the, they never had to choose between giving Jafar everything that they've been fighting to stop him from achieving in order to get Cyrus back. But now that they're faced with this for Anastasia and we all know that, she never really liked Anastasia in the first place. Yeah. So maybe that has a little bit to do with it, she's too. She's just doing it for Will because Will is her friend. Yes. Um, but which he does prove because he leaves and Alice falls over the ledge um, somehow. I, she, she slipped. Oh, she slipped because it was kind of muddy right there. Yeah. So she kind of slipped down. And Will. That's death. Yeah. And Will <laughs> jumps down, however many feet that is, to the water. To get her, and he can't swim. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, and I love that he said, you know, you put someone who you care about in a situation like that, and you'll be shocked at what you, at what the body can do. And that's what they always say, you know, about mothers and just everyone. You adrenaline. find that, the adrenaline and that superhero strength when your child's in danger and you just go. The you fight don't or think flight you just response. Do. Yeah. You don't think you just do. Yeah. And that's exactly what Will did. So that's why Will is such a great person. And Alice is very lucky to have a friend like Will. And because Will just saved her life, she does agree to help Will. 
yeah, because he's not alone. They they can find another way to make this work, um, which is nice because now they're they've been caught up by the Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky mm-hmm. is now in the woods with them. Um, Jafar does not know that she's here because we all know that she's not happy with Jafar right now. Um, she wants her freedom. She wants to help them, you know, to get rid of Jafar because something that the Jabberwocky said tonight was that nobody's born a monster were created, mm-hmm. you know, in af- a corrupt world, in a, a cruel cru- world, in a cruel world. And she feeds off of the fear. But with Jafar being out of this land, there would be no more fear for her to fear to feed on. Mm-hmm. So then she would just kind of be able to live her life. It do- she on. doesn't want to be this person. She wants to be normal, but it's who she is. Yeah. And right now the Jabberwocky kind of has beef with, Jafar, hence the reason why. Because the first episode we saw the Jabberwocky, I I believed I said it's like you can't trust her because she can sway either way. Mm. Immediate because when we first were introduced to her, immediately she turned on Jafar. So I was just expecting another moment where she was gonna go back on Jafar again, and we kind of see that in tonight's episode. Yeah, because she's she's playing with the other side right now. Um, she, Alice tells her, like, we're not looking to get rid of Jafar. We are to make him leave. We want to stop him. We actually want to save Anastasia. Um, So unless you can help us with that, you're no good to us. And Mm -hmm. that's when she goes, I can't, but she can. She can. And then the staff, the eyes start glowing, and I hate snakes. So that (laughs) was not cool. I, you know, I thought it was. I'm like, <laughs> okay, now, now the staff really has purpose. Yeah. And you know, it is Amara, but now it's really going to come into play. We don't know how, because apparently they didn't want to show us the scene that happened in between them in the forest to the Jabberwocky walking into the castle with Cyrus as a prisoner. Prisoner. And fake prisoner. Fake prisoner. And Allison. Cyrus or Allison Will outside counting. Okay, di- okay, because <laughs> I watched this episode twice. We see in the flashback Alice is counting the um, the guards and when to move in and hide and sneak through. But I didn't understand the counting again when they're go- when they storm the castle, Jafar's castle, and I'm like, how did they all time this out so perfectly? I think. The way I took it once I saw the whole sequence was that they were all counting to get to each number had a specific thing of what was supposed to happen so that everything could line up perfectly to be in line for, you know, getting Will back up there to the bottle when Cyrus needed him there and Amara to walk out, which how did she get out of the staff, guys? They didn't even show us. They didn't even give us like a tease except for... That she obviously didn't teach him everything that she knows. That's all we got. And my question is, if Amara had this power all along, (laughs) why didn't she do it earlier? I was thinking the same thing because I don't know that anything was different from before. Like, I don't think that Alice, Cyrus, or Will knew how to release her from that staff. She probably had to be the one to release herself. So if you have that power, maybe she was just waiting for the opportune moment to do it because she had to wait until Jafar had everything lined up. Right, that dramatic reveal. Yeah. 
because then she'd be with her sons when she came out, and so mm-hmm. she could You'd turn on Jafar. Turn on Jafar. Maybe I, I agree. I gotta admit, and we know, the once producers love Star Wars, and I felt like Amara and Jafar's face-off against <laughs> each other, their whole showdown was so much like Attack of the Clones <laughs> with Yoda and Count Dooku. The beasts were the exact same. The lines were pretty much the exact same. Like, there's still much to, uh, much to learn. You still have. That's what Yoda says to Count Dooku. And then there's the... No- and then, like, even the powers. It was the, the, the battle of forces against each other. They're trying to throw random objects at, mm-hmm. at each other. That was so much like Star Wars. And then even the lightning. It's just like the beasts matched the exact du- duel that went down in Attack of the Clones. So there you go. <laughs> I Very agree. Much. I mean, it's it's much really funny. Learn. Much to learn. It's have. really funny to see how much, how big a nerds they are for Star Wars and how they find ways to get it in there. I know. Almost and every episode. I love that. I know. And I just, every time I point it out, I'm like, man, I am such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Being a nerd is cool now. But um, hey, but Star Wars is awesome. Yeah. Despite what people say of the first three movies, I still found them entertaining. <laughs> so we know that while this whole thing's happening with Jafar and Amara, their little standoff upstairs and they're fighting each other back and forth, Alice and Will are downstairs. And they have to start at Anastasia's body. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they chose to start there. They're around the 300 number. Yeah, they're around the 300 number. Um... Will goes first, gets the guards' attention, takes them on a wild goose chase to just run around until he gets to the next number so that um, Cyrus... Yeah, so that Cyrus has gotten Jafar to whisk the genie back away. Meanwhile, Alice is freeing the Sultan, a.k.a. Jafar's father, um, and asking him for help, saying, hey, I'm friends with Cyrus. He said if I let you go, you'd help us. We want to stop Jafar from helping from hurting anyone ever again. And, of course, the Sultan's like, yes, I want to take down my son. Um, Or maybe the Sultan was just thinking, yes, I want to get the hell out of here. (laughs) Yeah, that too. So then they're running away from people, and this is when we see Alice fighting off, like, ten guards at a time, and the Sultan... Yeah, the Sultan's all like, whoa, where'd you learn how to fight? She's like, Cyrus taught me. Cyrus taught me. Dust his shoulders off. (laughs) Tear off his shoulders like that. Like nothing. Yeah, like nothing. So then back upstairs, in the middle of this whole fight, you know, all of a sudden, Amara wants to get Glass involved. And so they're having that standoff with the Glass in between Jafar and Amara. And then Jafar's, he looks like he's weaker, but I think he was just playing with us because then he, you know, goes, but I know what's going to stop you right now. And he whoops around and sends a shard of Glass straight into Cyrus's heart. Which also affects Alice. Yes, do you think that was just a true love connection that I think happened? so, and I think, like, I think it was a true love connection. Okay, because we know that Will and Alice, you know, they're connected by that wish, that whatever, or unless mm-hmm. that's over now. I think but, it's over now, but okay. they were connected by they that They were wish. connected, but we didn't see Alice connected to Cyrus other than true love. And other than that necklace that she threw, she threw away, away to the, the rats. Yeah, so I don't know what that was about, but Alice definitely felt that in her heart. She goes, Sultan, she knew stay something here. was up. Yeah, so she goes running up there, and basically, Jafar tells Amara, like, 
look, the only way to save your son, he's dying right now, is to finish what we started all those years ago. Because I knew that, you know, I figured out what you were after this whole time. You didn't want the power. You wanted your family. You wanted your sons back together. So by the time Alice gets up there, they are performing the spell to unlock the laws of magic. And and Jafar's eyes turn white. And I don't know. And it complete blinding white. And it just reminded me of a moment. And Buffy, because we know Jane Spencer was part of Buffy, and she's part of the writing process on Once. And there was a moment where Willow's eyes light up exact same way. Like, she looks up to the camera, and her eyes are all red. But it's the same way with Jafar. His eyes are all white and glowy, and something's happening. Something not good. Yeah, I... White is usually a color of pure and innocence, but I don't think it was in this case. I think it should have gone black. Yeah, that would have been really creepy if it gone black. Or red. Because, red. okay, when we see Amar in the staff, the eyes glow yellow. Mm-hmm. But I think Jafar should have glowed red. Yeah, glowed red. Um, so they've finished the curse. Cyrus is still laying there with glass in his heart dying, dying. Ooh, i don't know what that was sorry about that um <laughs> you're, you're all choked up I'm all about choked it. up over there about <laughs> about will and cyrus uh but yeah so that's how the episode ended tonight and big cliffhanger big episode. cliffhanger because next week we have the final episode so all this should be wrapped up. wrapping up next week but i mean there's just so much that happened in that last five minutes seven minutes of the episode there so if we left anything out if you guys notice anything during that fight scene that's a sign of anything make sure you let us know because man a lot happened so and i hope they really do tie everything together in the last episode because this episode we saw a lot of things go down but not everything is tied with a nice bow yeah that's very true so um let's jump into our news and gossip for right now before we start so i know a lot of people have heard this already but sadly it was confirmed today that once upon a time in wonderland is canceled and it will not be picked up for another season um now the a lot of people are very upset about this i mean just because this this show is canceled doesn't mean that the creators can't go off and spin something else off because this show was always meant to be a one-off thing they told us from Mm -hmm. the start it was gonna be 13 episodes you were going to get a beginning middle and end it was a standalone series so i don't think it's that big of a shock that it's not coming back, but I think that if the ratings had been better, they would have come back to Wonderland specifically to do another story, another adventure with all these characters who we've grown to like some of them um, in the last 13 episodes or so. But it didn't work out that way, so they could still take it somewhere else. You know, maybe they'll spin off another episode, another 13 episodes somewhere else. They wanted this to work how American Horror Story works. Where each season is its own separate stories, own separate things. So, fear not, oncers, there's still hope that we will get something like this again next season. Yeah, and I think that because these characters, even in Tonight, there was a line, you're madder than the the Hatter. So, it just goes to show all these characters, even though this show, The Wonderland, 
won't continue, their characters doesn't mean that the characters can't continue. We can always cross them back into once uh, real uh, world like Storybrook and stuff, or or heck, even bring them to Oz, because the whole once franchise they can bring any characters back and forth. Yeah, that's the glory of this, and that's the glory of having a show that's run by the same people, because they can do that. Yeah. They write the scripts themselves. They can go back and forth however they want. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all I have for news and gossip. So it's sad, but then, you know, there's still hope out there for something else. So fear not, Oncers. I don't we... think it's the last time we'll see them. Yeah, I don't think it's the last time we'll see these characters at all. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about our predictions. <laughs> And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. So I have a question. Yes. With them unlocking the laws or undoing the laws of magic, does that only affect what's happening in Wonderland? Or will that affect the way that things work in, say, Storybrooke or the Enchanted Forest? Is this magic everywhere? Or is it just in this confined space? Yeah, I was thinking so, too. Because... That the laws of magic apply, what we know, applies everywhere. All, like, all magic uh, has all the same ma- rules. Yeah. And everything that you do with magic, magic comes with a price. And when you change the laws of magic, that's going to come with a bigger price. And no matter what realm you're in. So, to answer your question, I think yes. And I think because, unfortunately, this show is not going to continue, they might bring the, somehow in this timeline, they might bring that to the current Once Upon a Time and Wizard of Oz uh, storyline and apply those rules. New. New yeah, rules. I think that... Which would really change things up. It would change up the whole everything over in Storybrooke. So I think that it's something that they kind of have to do at this point because if you're changing the laws somewhere then you have to change them everywhere. Yeah. You know? Um, I also am predicting that um, it looks like we're going to see Anastasia back. It could have been a flashback. I don't know. But I think that if Anastasia comes back alive, she's not going to be the same person that she was. I think she will be reverted back to her evil queen ways and thus leaving Will with, you know, he fought to get this girl back that he loved, and then it's not the girl that he loves. Because magic comes with a price. Even if the laws are changed, I still think there's a price to pay for using magic. And, you know, and I was going to counter that. I think Anne is not, well, she's currently dead now, but we're probably going to see her in the finale episode just because she is such a big character, and this whole episode was trying to get her back. So I think we're going to definitely get her back in the last episode. But I thought she was going to come back, be the better person that Will used to know and love. Mm. It's like come back kind of the same but better. And hopefully have her team up with Will and Alice and Cyrus. And then they team up with Cyrus's family to take down Jafar. Looks like everyone's going to have to team up to get against, to beat Jafar now because, you know, he has the extra power. Yeah. What do you think of the Jabberwocky? Do you think the Jabberwocky is going to turn on Jafar too? Because she's kind of back and forth. She's a loose cannon at this point, but I think that she will be fighting on the side of Alice and Will in this fight just because she wants her freedom. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Jafar is just going to hand it over to her. And I know that she doesn't think that he is either. So she... 
but I wouldn't trust her fully on Alice's side either because ultimately whoever presents the better deal is who the Jabberwocky's going to be fighting for. But yeah. at this point, I think she's leaning more towards Alice and those guys since she's already helping them out. I think she's a magical Switzerland. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Rumpel in Once Upon a Time, he tends to help anyone who helps him, mm-hmm. no matter if they're good or evil. So I think the Jabberwocky's kind of the same. Yeah, and even as soon as the Jabberwocky sense. gets whatever she's looking for, it can be the middle of the fight. She's going to just be like, all right, I got what I wanted. Peace out. Bye. Yeah, it's just the theory of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much, much. That's, that's it. So make sure you guys let us know what you think. Comment on iTunes and YouTube. Let us know your predictions for the finale, the series finale of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland is next week. And we will be here recapping the episode and probably crying with you. Um, <laughs> until then, Marissa, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. Thank you all for commenting and rating so far. Yeah, thank you guys. The support for the show has been tremendous um, for a season one show. And we love and, and wish you all the best. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And you can check out all of our shows at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find AfterBuzzTV all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Um, until next week's finale, we will see you guys later. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 